Yeah. Now that I'm not eating on, on camera yeah. anymore. That's what I was kind of waiting for. Gina, Gina comes home. So tonight we have a great meal planned. Okay. Mm-hmm. Crab tacos. That's gross. What? I don't like crabs. I, don't, I love me okay. some tacos. Well, but, it's seafood tacos. How about that? Oh, that's, a, that's all you. I'm not trying to downplay it, man. Right. If you like a crab taco, what is it? Just the crab meat in the taco? What are, what are you putting in it? So I put crab meat. I put shrimp. I Take put a little there. bit of pico de gallo. Holy cow, you were just doing the whole sea there, huh? Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. The first time ever in the history of Movie Guys Podcast where both hosts is going to give this a bag of kernels. We're talking about Meg to the Trench. Never thought we'd get a sequel. Eric, how the hell are you doing? I showed my hand too early when we talked on the phone, didn't I? Well, <laughs> no, because I was excited. I, I I went into this knowing it was going to be terrible. Just absolutely knowing. And I, it did not disappoint. This was god-awful. Yeah, this is... This is terrible. Fantastic. This is based off of a novel, by the way. What? Is the first one based off the novel? Uh, let me let me Google that real quick. But as I'm looking at Meg 2, not the Meg, by the way, Meg 2, The Trench, uh, it is a sci-fi action film, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, based on the 1999 novel The Trench by Steve Atlin. But the first Meg movie wasn't with anything. God, I hope not. Because that first one was terrible. We reviewed that one. I took a half a day oh. of work. No, is it? It is loosely based off the 1997 novel Meg, a novel nice. of deep terror by the same author, Steve Atlin. So they gave somebody a couple hundred dollar check. Um, I took a half day off of work to go see the first one in theaters because I thought we were finally going to get a good Jaws movie. Because the last time we and I saw a good shark movie, we reviewed it, I believe, was The Shallows. Oh, boy. I'm looking up Steve Atlin here, and there is <laughs> there is a lot. We we got a lot. This is, this is going to be Fast and Furious of the Sea. There are eight books. There are what's eight the, Meg books. What's the third one called? Trenchier? Oh, boy, this is... And he's still going, too. Hold on. So the first one is Meg, a novel okay. of deep terror. Uh, oh, is this uh, with the addition of Meg Origins and Meg Angel of Death Survival? Anyway, uh, The Trench, or uh, Meg 2, is the sequel. And then the third is called Meg Primal Waters, followed by Meg Hell's Aquarium. It's getting better. Uh, then Meg Origins, the ebook, which is a prequel, I guess, to all of this. Uh, this is another. I'm gonna keep on going. Meg Night Stalkers, 2016. Uh, Meg Generations, 2018, and then projected for next year, Meg Purgatory. There's, there's. A lot. Oh, he also wrote a book, uh, a three-piece series called The Lock, about the Loch Ness monster. <sighs> So this guy's tacky. Um, look, if 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 the third Meg winning, movie Jordan. comes out, if, if if the third Meg movie comes out and it's called Primal Waters, then I'll eat my hat on air. I'll do something crazy on air. This guy the, is from this, Philadelphia, oof. Pennsylvania. He's 64 years old. 
I would imagine that this is going to get made, right? He knows that then. So, um, you and I, you and I kind of did a thing with Ed actually back in the day with the first Meg movie. Remember, we kind of did a a few episode get ready for the Meg. We did uh, Sharknado and we did Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. kind of get ready for the Meg because I mean we thought knowing the Meg was going to not be great, but we didn't think it was going to be terrible, and it was bad. So going into this one. I knew from the trailers this was going to be bad. What I didn't know was you said half, and I'm going to fight you on that. I'm going to say the first hour of this hour and 40-minute film is a Jason Statham movie. Sure. Uh, this movie has nothing to do with Meg's and, until the last 30 minutes, probably. You oh. seem shocked. I, what I'm, are you still doing? I'm reading Primal Waters. Right now, this is amazing. Uh, continue. I'm going to close this because apparently it just um, is not getting any better. And I'll let, well, I'll let the viewers or the listeners uh, Google this on their own and, and get all the, uh, the the plot. But it is it is. When something. you were reading the plot, though, does they do they have a character of Jonah who is oh, yeah. Jason Stan Jonas Taylor? Okay. Okay. So they're following the books. So were you excited to see Meg too? I mean, like, did you want a Meg too? I mean, what did you think? I wasn't excited to see the Meg, let alone Meg too. I knew what this movie or now movies are going to be. This is a sci-fi channel movie special. This is, do you remember again when, when, at least when I was a kid, when we were growing up, when the, the broadcast, the, the main broadcast stations would do those uh events would do those right. those big mini series events oh Just three nights. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they would they would do that this movie kind of feels like that a bit uh but with just a bigger a bigger budget and boy is there a budget in this movie uh, so the expectations were already low going into it uh and I wasn't expecting anything more than what we saw I can't be disappointed by any of this movie. This is, listen, as a fan of Fast and Furious franchise, I'm going to have to compare it to this, right? Because it gets ridiculous by the minute. It just keeps on going to the point where I would imagine Ben Wheatley, the, the director, is just like, you know what? We're going to challenge people to see how long they can stay in their seats. I'm going to keep on digging to to see how bad I can make this movie. And sure enough, he did it. Well, let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about it. So the movie opens up splendidly, right? Great, great cinematic where you get the metaphor metaphor of the circle of life. Yes. Always a bigger fish, right? Always. For some reason, for some reason, this movie decides to start in the Jurassic period uh, because. And it starts off with a bug getting ate by some... I don't know, some insect, and then the insect gets ate by the chameleon, and the chameleon gets ate by this made-up land-sea creature yep. that yeah. a, that a T-Rex then eats this land-sea creature to where the Meg eats the T-Rex. Credits. We're getting credits at that point. Yeah. Um, then we go five years from the first movie, and we follow Jason Statham and his crew. And I did not know this again because I don't remember anything from the first movie. We reviewed it, but he is a uh, Jason Statham is a is a 
I don't know how I'm trying to say this. He's an eco-friendly. Per- I mean, he's he's all about marine life, right? Like he's, he's an he's, environmentalist. He's, do you want to call him that? He's PETA of the sea. I, 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 you know, he's 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 he stows on this ship, James Bond's. First of all, great introduction to we get a shipping container and Jason Statham is doing pull-ups with his shirt off just because. Oh, yeah. Just because. It's it's his contract. And he's on a a ship and and they're dumping toxic waste and he's just like, we're going to James Bond this. And he gets into fights and I just, what what is this? I'm here to see a giant shark. What, What? did yeah. I turn the wrong movie on? Yeah. What's happened? It did seem like a regular Jason Statham movie. It's how all of his movies kind of start almost, right? At least all of his action ones, right? It's like Transporter 4 or 5, right? It's like... Oh, basically all of them. The bank job. Right. It's it's like, okay, so then... Crank. He, he, he gets on a plane and he goes back. And we get some of the crew from the first movie. And he is funded by a new Chinese man. Yes. Right? And well, well right? It, it, it's uh, from the events of the first film, the character in that one, uh, his best friend, who uh, a lot of these names, I I apologize. I'm, we are both going to butcher this. I'm not going to pretend like I can speak fluent Chinese here or pronounce uh, their, their, their names. But uh, Zhu Ming. Zhu Ming, okay. Juming uh, Zhang, I believe, is the kind of the the CEO of this of this company of Mana One, right? And in Mana One, uh, I I don't know too much about the first movie, but it's a research facility, right? Right, and he has well now. And Jason Statham is now the guardian of the little girl of the dad that died in the first movie, right? Yeah, the parents died. The or parents something died, and this guy who owns Mana One is the uncle, right? So now they're so now they're living. I don't remember either, but so they're living on this marine cliff base thing, and they have this huge pool behind them. And they don't say right away. They have this huge pool, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, don't tell me that they have a Meg in there. That that can't be happening. And they're like, hey, five years ago, after we killed the first Meg, we found a baby Meg, a and now. A pup, and I'm going to go into the tank and blow a whistle—not blow a whistle, but tap a whistle—and the Meg won't eat me. Yeah, he seems to, for some reason, think that he can train or condition the baby Meg. Right. Do 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 do. This movie is trying now again. Movie right suspension of disbelief, right, Eric? But what begins to really piss me off is that. We, as human beings in our reality, cannot capture a great white shark. They die. Yeah. A lot, a lot of shark we, facts, by the way, too. I, uh, when I was looking this up, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, didn't, I realized they were old, that sharks are older than, than trees, too. That was a fun read. Where did I see that at? I, I was hoping that I wasn't I trolled on that. the internet again. It's one of those, those stranger-than-fiction you know, facts kind oh, of things. Yeah. But, I uh, saw one. I, I, it's, it's, it's there. I had to double check on that one because I've been fooled by the internet before. Hmm. But we can't keep a great white in captivity. They die, but we're going to have a mech. 
right? I mean, we're we're gonna have a Meg. That's in captivity. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a Meg. We're gonna have a Meg in this makeshift pond, and she's full grown, right? And they're funded, or this Mano One company is funded by a Sigoni Weaver lookalike. Some yes, a wealthy financier, Hillary Driscoll. You might as well call her Sergoni. That's what she looks like. <laughs> yeah, she definitely Which, does look like a lot of... Uh, I don't know. It, and it seems almost weird that they have to have this person in like a you know her glass office always holding a, a glass of wine. Right, yeah. Just don't have her here because you're already establishing that she's bad. Yeah. I mean, okay, we're going to have villains in this movie? People should not... The villain should be the sharks. <laughs> I mean, why? You think uh, after the movie yeah. is named Meg, right? So again, bear with us, people, because I'm gonna get pissed quick. So I'm I'm foldy arms here at this moment, right? I'm not I'm not too mad. And the team is going to go to the trench underwater, underneath this cloud thing, which is twenty five thousand feet under whatever surface right and now they're in no man's land right this trench area that people are not supposed to go right and jason statham and his crew have two submarines they go through this mist and all of a sudden they're just like oh yeah there's megs around here it's okay yeah they exist they're here so again do i have to watch the first movie again did 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 they establish that there was more than than the two Megs in that movie? Like, I I think they theorized it and then they hinted at it like later on at the end. But I, to be honest, I I don't remember a lot of the first movie. <laughs> well, remember the first movie? We find out there were two because they had a Meg that they were fighting, and then they captured it and they killed it. Yeah. But then the other Meg came and ate it. Um. I'm skipping a lot of stuff, but okay, let me kill my thoughts here. So they're like, oh, there's Megs here. Well, they get first off, you have to establish that in Mana 1, I feel like this is important to note, that uh, they highlighted the, the, the exosuits that they were using, those mech suits that they, they had. And this is their MacGuffin, I guess, right? This thing allows them to do everything and everything, allows them to go underwater, allows them to... You know, uh, keep stable pressure. It 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 allows them to do a lot. Yeah, um, punch through uh, cement or, or you know pillars, anything like that, uh, allows them to just move uh, without any friction or interference at the bottom of the ocean. You could throw a punch that, without any problem. I bet that crew that went down to see the Titanic wishes they had those suits. There it is. I was wondering. How we were gonna get that joke in there somewhere? Oh no! Trust me, this joke is coming, especially when the when the face thing crushes. I'm just like Titanic, uh, <laughs> whatever that thing is called, whatever that submarine was called, Discovery. I don't know. It, yeah, uh, which is because uh, I kept on thinking about that. <laughs> like they're talking about pressure, pressure, pressure. I was like, oh, the people got squeezed to death in the thing. Except if you're Jason Statham, because don't talk about that. <laughs> Yes, you can. Okay, we'll we'll skip it. Yeah, go ahead, please. No, no, no. Yeah, we'll we'll leave because we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna rip that. We're yeah. gonna rip that to do a play. So Jason Statham and his crew go down to just explore, 
spoiler, not literally, I'm just saying that to be a jerk. There's this underground secret volcano layer that has red paint on it. It's a mining layer. Mining facility. Somehow these people are here. It's supposed to be a mystery that these people are here. And they're multicultural, Russian, Hispanic. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just. They're, the they're woke, point, Jordan. They're, they're, they got them all. Well, because a movie like this, you need to have Russians as the bad guy. Right? You need to have some culture be the bad guy, right? Some other country yep. has to be the bad guy. But this other facility is here. We don't know why. And then. Okay. Let's we find out it. that this this bad guy is in another submarine and he has two of his buddies down there mining stuff and also planning explosives. And the bad guy, Jason Statham's nemesis, sees Jason Statham and crew. So he says to his friends, I'm going to arm the bombs so they can get avalanche in the trench. And his friends are like, don't do that. We're not going to get out. And he's like, sorry, brothers. And then this massive explosion... Which, if you like space, if a bomb explodes underwater, do you hear it? I, I wouldn't think so. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm sure that there's got to be something. I'm sure that it's muffled, though, right? Because there's a lot of water, a lot of pressure there. So right. I'm sure... Because you don't hear it in space. You, you, yeah, there's not a whole lot. There's nothing to carry it through. Whereas here, there, it's water that would still vibrate through, right? I'm right. Just maybe not to the same effect right and then this trench is collapsing they're going through it somehow they're surviving this while this is going on we see shark sex oh yes yes we do never thought i would say that in my life but um you know what that's where the budget you, went you and i talked about it before uh and you were like jordan there's shark sex in this and I was imagining something ridiculous because this movie's ridiculous. All it was was them really just spinning in a circle. Yeah, that's all that was. I know you were that's expecting all. maybe some candles, maybe some wine. I was expecting a sausage party scene. Um, <laughs> and then my wife and I are watching this. And I was like, there's, there's two male sharks and a female. And she goes, yeah. I was like, somebody always gets pissed off in a three-way. Don't, well, don't do that. Don't king shame with the, with the megalodons there. Right. So these these so you have the apex predator big meg and then you have like a medium sized meg then you have female meg and they're mating right and the trench is collapsing and then they survive and then they have a stowaway newt I mean random Asian girl that's his <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah. always a kid always a kid and Jason Statham's like hey we're gonna put on these avatar neck like suits like these mecha suits and we're going to walk three kilometers so i googled it because you know i'm american and that's like a, almost two miles like a mile and a half two miles underwater underwater we're going to walk two miles luckily, underwater. one of those suits came in a child size luckily and then somebody was smart and said uh I'm, we're not gonna have enough oxygen i mean i don't know like two miles on land, I guess is far, but doesn't seem that far. But right, these things could go through water like nothing. Like you're strolling through the park, right? So it's, it's okay. They have guns. Yeah. Do they have guns or? I don't First know. Of all, they're they're some sort of projectile gun thing. It's not like a water pistol, but guns don't shoot underwater. I guess, I guess it would be. These guns ones cannot, do. 
Yeah, because of gunpowder. They need a they need a spark. Yeah, so I don't know if they're like some sort of anyway. charged looking thing, but so the Megs are up there doing their Meg mating. And uh, Jason Statham and his friends are walking, right, two miles, three kilometers to this base. And that is abandoned. Maybe they don't know. And we get victim number one. So he gets ate by a giant squid, possibly. Some some jerk that's just bringing up the rear. The giant octopus that never is addressed once in this flippin' movie? <laughs> it's addressed. You see it. Oh, no, you, you, see? you see it, but I... I Tell me when one of the characters goes, oh, it's a giant octopus. Or, hey, that's a kraken. Or, yeah, no, 100%. Right. Anything. There was a giant Anything. squid in the in the last movie. I remember that. Right. And even then, I feel like they were just like, oh, okay, th- that seems normal. But here, it it's... Continue. So he gets ate by a giant octopus, I'm assuming. And then, of course, you always have these jerks, right? You have these jerks that are walking and like, don't touch anything, right? And they have to touch things. And then they get this snake eel thing wrapping around a person. Oh, my God, you know, ha, ha, ha. Been there, done that. And they're, they're right there. They're at the base of the base, if you will, right? They're there, it's right? They have the underwater mercenary uh, illegal mining camp. 25 thousand miles nobody has ever seen them no radar detection no naval nothing has seen them dump this giant mining colony in the middle of the ocean we're just it didn't happen this is uh illegal by the way the uh lady the financier uh what the hell's her name again uh oh yeah driscoll hillary driscoll uh, this was her funding this, and she was investing into Mana One to get that technology, uh, the suit technology, and then other stuff, so that she can, um, well, use it to farm rare earth minerals that could Which earn they, them billions. They bring that up once. Yeah, it's a crazy that's all thing. they say. It's like, oh, we're we're going to completely break the law. And completely kill people just so I can get earth minerals. I well, it just it confuses to me. Well, like a lot of these these bad guys, where they're just like, oh, it'll earn us billions. It's just like I understand that, but you probably could have saved a few billion by not doing all of this. How many billions did it take them to get down there? Yeah, and then you invested probably a few more into Mana One's company there too, and it's just like that's. This woman, I don't know how she's making her money or how you know who's making the de- the decisions there. By the way, the thing um, that uh, is called a thermocline uh, that is like kind of the the when they are bre- when they're going down into mm-hmm. the trench, mm-hmm. it's the thermocline that uh, disallows most people. It's a it's a distinct layer of temperature in the body of water that uh, is, changes, I guess, the world of the ocean. Thank you. Yep. So it's uh uh yeah, it's a it's a calm deep water. It's very cold down there. There's no current. It's just uh just there. Also too, how do they put this underwater uh mining thing because when it when they drop it by helicopter I'm assuming it probably did this motion like a back and forth motion. It just doesn't pull sink. So anyway. So by the way, uh, there's so much light down there, by the way, too. 
Like they have yeah. it lit up as if like it it is some sort of James Cameron Abyss movie. It is, it is lit up like a city down there. Oh, it's 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 so unbelievable. What's even more unbelievable is they get to the base of the base, right? That was my joke, and all of a sudden these land slash sea creature dog things are somehow still alive the not raptors. ate by any of the, the raptors you know what i was thinking of you said raptors that was good i was thinking of the two-legged things and tremors too oh the shriekers the tremors yeah the shriekers the shriekers i was thinking the shriekers so let's call them shriekers <laughs> right so one. yeah so here comes the shriekers right and there's attacking everybody this one woman gets bite marks on her glass face mask right People are dying. Here comes the Megs out of nowhere, all three of them, right? Just chomping people up, right? We're go, we're go, we're go. And uh, they they finally get into the base, and we get the pressurized thing, and the woman's talking to the main, well, not the main guy, but like the investor, not the investor guy, but the owner of Mano One. And she's just like, come on, we got to get the water down because the pressure helped me. And he's like, you're going to make it, you're going to make it. And then her face, I wish this movie was R. Because her face completely like just crushed. Yeah. Because of the pressure, and that's where I thought of Titanic again with the with the idiots. Oh, by um, the way, those uh, lizard-like creatures are called snappers. That's a better name than shriekers. Those things, re- those things are not real. Those I are not prehistoric. Ima- I can't imagine that they are, Jordan. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, you know, you know, I mean, hey, when we were kids, dinosaurs were lizards. Now they're saying that they're birds. This could have been around at that well, time. They, it was evolution. Just saying. All right. Yeah, but... Uh, could have been. You don't know. I was not there, no. You're not there. So they finally get into the base. Now, for everybody that's listening, or if you're still listening, I'm not turning this off like we wanted to with this movie. You think at this point in time that the movie can't get any more, dare I say for ironic, stupider. Sure. We go to Stupid Town extremely quick. So Jason Statham and company are in this base. This base is housing, I don't know how many guys. Nobody's there. Everybody's allegedly dead. You're telling me there's only three guys in that giant base because the other two guys got blown up? Yeah. I don't understand. Well, I believe that Hillary was working with Montez, the kind of the, the... the threat, right? The the Latin threat to Jason Statham here. Right. That she, they found out that they were outed. That's like, oh no, they discovered that they found us here, even though that you know this is a massive ocean. <laughs> they were able to find us, um, probably because of those that exact spot. Light, the, yeah, the lights were just kind of like you know. Anyway, uh, so I think she gave a kill order, right? It's just like push the red button to abort and destroy everything, and that's what. Mm. what the goal was for him to just kind of get rid of everything and then and then breach but yeah i don't know i'm kind of guessing at this point it's it's leaky it's smelly it looks like the the ship from uh the you know the voyage of dementor does not right? look up to code yes no and we get into stupid town right um again where's the sharks we're in a meg movie right so they go from one side this was called out in the movie. Oh, there's escape pods on the other side of the thing. Oh, well, hold on. You're missing a key part there because they're in the airlock and then they're calling Mana One headquarters, right? And where they talk to Jess, the girl behind the computer, the blonde. And then mm-hmm. that's, yeah. 
Jess then reveals in this very situation that she's the double cross, dun dun dun, that she's been mm. working for Driscoll this entire time. She's been employed for Man at One for years, but she's actually working for Driscoll instead. And she's also dating Montez. Right. Do you remember, uh, you're, the... you're a movie fan. I don't know if you're a Bond fan like me, but do you remember Quantum of Solace? Hey, sure. Do you remember the beginning of that movie where the 20 capture... minute run scene there? <coughs> Excuse me. Do you remember in the beginning of the movie where they capture Mr. White and uh, Mr. White is being interrogated by Q and Bond and the, Mr. White says, we have people everywhere yeah. and a random agent just starts shooting people. <laughs> yeah. And then the next scene, they go to the dude's apartment, the random agent that shot everybody. And they were like, and Q literally said, this guy's been with the agency for like 10 years. Like I've been to his wedding. Yeah. Right. These people, that agent and this Jess are the greatest, greatest infiltrators ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's a I lot. Just, because the reason I brought up the whole bond thing, Eric was because it made me think of that when I watched this movie, because they're like, Oh my God, you've been working with us for years. We all know you. You're a part of the family. You're part of the crew. It'd be like if Ludacris was like, I was working for Jason Momoa this entire time. What? That would be a no. lot to us. Man, if, did you just guess X2? I probably did. But it's just that stupid. That's lazy writing, right? So we get into the airlock, and this is where Jess reveals herself. This is where Driscoll comes in as the bad guy. And Driscoll says, hey, take this harp. No, Jess says, take the harpoon gun and shoot and kill Jason Statham in the heart. Ha, 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 right? And they don't do it, and here comes the water. They're going to flood. This is where we, yes, I was waiting all episode to say it. This is where we jump the shark. Hey, yeah, she blows, uh, she ruins their escape plan by releasing all the escape pods, giving them one option because what they've, uh, there's a sub on the other part of the. There's, there's a sub on the other side again where they originally were. Yeah. And then. Jason Statham says, I'm going to have to go outside and swim to the other side. And somebody who is smart says, the pressure, you can't do that. And then the billionaire owner dude is like, not unless he puts water into his septum. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, what? <how? laughs> But this is what you. This is what we wanted, right? Like this is how. No. It... <laughs> because there's no shark. Like it'd be better if they were swallowed whole by the shark and they were trying to find ways to escape, a la Pinocchio. That's like that would be too, funnier. Is that like these sharks are massive and they are yeah. destroying everything, no matter what the size here. But they can't get into the airlock for some reason because that mm -hmm. thing can hold, and. Jason Statham, even though he let a little bit of blood out, uh, the sharks can't smell the blood at all. And uh, this was a good point that was brought up actually um, when when Sarah uh, when I forced her to watch this movie. Oh, or, good God! I didn't force her, but I had it on the background. What else is she gonna do? Uh, but the 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 sheer size of these sharks, these of these megs here, for them to eat people would be like you chasing you know, everything just to grab like a half a peanut, right? 
it's it, yeah, it, it's stupid. These things aren't going to do anything for the appetite. It just seems ridiculous because there's so much other fish in the sea that these megs could be eating, uh, but they got a taste for the blood, like for the human blood. There's no human blood. There's a scene later where it opens its mouth and there's a pool of humans in it, and it didn't even take a bite. They're just going to get devoured. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, but again, I, I was I was waiting. As soon as I saw the scene, Eric, I, I pretty much jumped out of my seat. I was like, I can't wait to talk to you about this. We just had a huge news story about pressure and underwater stuff this whole summer, and this jerk is going to 25,000 feet just put water into his septum? What? And then swim 100 of yards, 100 yards to the other side to then shoot a snapper coming at him to then to get into the air? I just, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and he's able to, to do it. He's able to do it. So then he gets into the other side. And then Montez saves him for some reason. Yeah, he saves him for some reason. And then they have their fight. And then the other people are getting flooded on. Here comes water everywhere. And you know, the scene prior where he was in the airlock, Jason Statham, he was ready to go out. Yeah. As soon as the water completely engulfed his head, blood came out of his nose. Didn't happen with these people. Right. Right? Water comes over. He was inviting the water into his sinuses so that it could pressurize his body. What does that mean? Can you please tell me what does that mean? Does that mean every time I go underwater in my pool, I'm putting water in my septum? Like, what does that mean? Do you sniff? Do you? I don't understand how, like, they thought about that detail, but it's like you do realize that he, he has a whole body attached to that head there too, right? Like you're telling me that his arms aren't going to be crushed. Like the rest of his body, is it just going to, you know, get flat like his a pancake? And he, yeah. And he that. holding your breath. And, you know, it's like, a, uh, but so we're, he, we're he having somehow fun. we're having fun. He, he somehow doesn't die. Right. And he somehow has the strength to Kung Fu fight the bad guy. Mm hmm. Save the crew. Save his friends, right? He knocks out the bad guy. He thinks he wins. The crew escapes. Again, no sharks. No sharks. Right? No sh and they get back to the, where, where, you know, where Bruce Willis was in Armageddon. Right? Get back something. <laughs> right? And this is where the double cross is revealed. We get the token black guy who is extremely token in this movie. Uh, says all the stereotype things. He goes, I remember from the last time I got a survival pack. Oh, it's like, man. Wow. Yeah. Can you be any more? Oh, did, well, why'd we do that, man? We got to go hey, the other way. Hey, what's up? Hey, what up? Jesus Christ. We're doing that not to oh, be insulted. Oh, that is whack. We're, we're saying it because we're, we're mad at the studio, folks. So this is where mercenaries sure. hired by Sigourney Weaver. That's right. Um, Driscoll, um, come in to not kill. Are they killing people? I don't know what they're doing, but they're taking over the station. They're, they're certainly and just watching as they get their asses kicked. They're just watching. They have Go guns. Ahead. They have. They all have guns. They're trained killers. They're mercenaries. Hence the word. 
they all have guns, and I don't think any of them went off at, at this oh, whole did. thing. No, yeah, they did. did they? Maybe I yeah, no, they did. Yeah, they did. That that totally did black guy. He had Curtis, I think is his name. Uh, I, he had a gun in his survival bag the entire time, and he, he chose a, to go yeah. with the mace first and a stun gun and a stun gun. Oh my god! He just didn't have a gun, Eric. He had a Desert Eagle. You know that handgun that's that goes, a hand Boom! cannon, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was big. Get the deagle. And, and the Megs, right? The family, well, the well, the threesome of the Swinger Megs escaped the trench too. Mm-hmm. And this is where all hell breaks loose, where Jess is revealing that she's going to get promoted now. And we find out that the bad guy's actually her lover, her boyfriend. I don't know. Yes. Flavor of the week. And she sees a Meg flying by, and he gets a little creeped out, the bad guy, and she taps in the glass and goes, don't worry, this is Meg-proof. For the next scene, the Meg to break the glass and eat her because because Megs have Again, um, there's a thing. Vengeance. These Megs can bust through selectively, you know, depending on the director, what, what they you want know, them to. Also, the guy, like, okay, so the whole room is just getting rushed with water and Montez is able to outrun the water and close the door yes. behind him. And come out just a little wet. Yep. Hmm? Yep. Okay. So one of the issues that I have about this movie is uh, I'm trying to, again, suspend my disbelief, but why I like Jaws, the first one so much, compared to something like this is because, yes, it's a fantastical movie, but it was done differently, blah, blah, blah. We can talk about a movie that, how wonderful that movie is later. However, though, these are prehistoric sharks. They don't know people. They don't know these things. They're just killing machines. Like they To just circle a thing and just bite glass to eat, like you said, a half a peanut. It's, it's completely stupid. That's not what these things would do. It's, it, it's pissing me off. So then Jason Statham and company gets a bright idea. Hey, these things are attracted to sound. Let's get on an inflatable raft and let's pedal. Let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just row it. Let's just, yeah. Let's just row it. And then the bad tension there. Right. And the bad guys come after them. And of course, what'd you say? Montez, is that his name? And he's just like, He's screaming and turn off the engines. And they're like, oh, okay. And they all get devoured by the Meg. Uh, one, one bite, yeah. Now, the Meg devours them. And as soon as the Meg devours them, probably 50 yards away, um, they turn on the propeller and then they go to Funland. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they do. And the Megs follow them there. Three Megs follow them. And it is a Chinese resort. You said that this movie was was a Chinese movie. Could you not turn off subtitles in this? Well, do you speak Chinese, Jordan? Like, I... no. What I'm saying is that even for the English parts, like it stayed on the entire time. And oh, when I would no. and when I would click subtitles, it would, would would anytime that they were speaking anything, there were subtitles. No, I I was able to. To mm, watch it as intended, I guess. And yes, it, this movie was uh, uh, produced. Is that what it is? Yes, production company. The main one was uh, CMC, China Media Capital. I fear that's what that was. I saw that. It was like it was China something. So 
Funland is a place that Sandals is built off of, right? It's a very expensive resort. The director made the choice to show us how horrible everybody is. The fat businessman with his big beer gut hitting on Asian women. Why not? The idiot woman with her dog. Why not? We're hitting the tropes. Here we are. Oh, yeah. You know, just nonsense. So the three Megs are coming to Funland. And this is where we get that scene that I was talking about. That's in the trailer, right? These Megs are devouring people. There's a scene where you're inside the Meg's mouth. And it opens it up. And there's literally a pool of people screaming, ah! why it devours more people. This it's is, cool. This is what I wanted to see, man. I wanted to see right. Shark on the beach going to town. Right. Where was this the whole movie? Oh, by the way, as they were riding uh, to Fun Island, that's when Jason saved them. Right? They have explosives that they found from the sub. Correct. From man, I think it's the sub. And then uh, he took uh, to make it Jason saved them. Jonas, excuse me, took what metal poles and then cut them on a forty-five degree angle, so they're they're kind of like a very very large syringe now, or like a you know uh, just a spear that he can use, and they duct tape these explosives mm -hmm, to these mm -hmm. poles that they're just gonna mm -hmm. throw and jab at these at these sharks, which mm -hmm, is confusing mm -hmm. to me. I would imagine that these things are impact triggering and. You know, here they are hitting waves. Here they, you know, he's got them strapped to his back, and he's just, mm -hmm. you know, doing flips, a barrel roll on the jet ski. They don't blow up then. They only blow up when they hit shark. I I found it laughable, too, when he was on the jet ski, and he looked in the water, and he saw that Meg's mouth was opening up, so he moved to the left. Greatest weakness of a shark there. Do you know how fast that thing is going? The jet like, ski you or the shark? The shark. You do not have a reaction. You go, oh, left. And, oh, God. Yeah. So the movie forgets that it's a shark movie again. And we're back on land with the uh, snappers because the snappers have escaped. And sure. they've also swam to Fun Island. And now they're eating people because, you know, that's what they do. And the mercenaries yeah. get killed. The mercenaries are there. And for some reason, Hillary Driscoll thought, oh, screw this. Get my helicopter. I'm just going to go there myself. What are you right. going to do? Right, because, well, it's for us audience people that are actually into the movie, sure. which is nobody. When she gets it, she gets dragged away. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, you know. And there's a giant octopus with just tentacles everywhere. And nobody decides to leave the floating wooden raft thing that this thing is surrounded on and go to land. Everybody just stands there in circles Oh, oh, oh. They, they all mean? deserve to die, Jordan. I said that out loud. Is like, because, oh, because they heard gunshots or heard something, and they, in their first instinct, a group of people was to run to the water. Right. Oh my where, goodness. Right. Where a man was speaking Mandarin to these Chinese people who also like speak Mandarin or something. Yeah. And say shark, shark. Right, where's the hotel on this island? It doesn't matter. Oh, God, this movie. Where's the police? What's going on? How close is this to mainland? It don't matter. Uh, and what there was, uh, uh, yeah, the snappers come out. Obviously, there's a lot of things. 
they are able to just find explosives wherever they want to, right? Because another well, part they, of this, yeah. in were they was it fertilizer? They they found like some fertilizer thing, and they're like, we can make explosives out of this. We can make a bomb out of fertilizer. Right. I I don't I don't understand because they blow up that building. Yes. And it's it just seemed like a, such a simple like you know boom not a kaboom, just like a little. A little boom, just like, well, if you're going to make a bomb out of that stuff, then, uh, okay, go ahead. So, also, so weird. The CEO of, of Mano One um, is, is John McLean. Just, he cannot die. This guy is being thrown out of helicopters. This guy is getting picked up by octopus tentacles. This guy is literally facing the beak of the tentacle. <laughs> the beak of the, of oh, the yeah, octopus, I'm sorry. Right. It was right there. This guy just won't die. And, of course, the movie ends with Jason Statham stabbing the Lady Meg in the mouth with, what was it, for, with, the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the wooden pier thing. Sure. And, oh, and, of yeah. course, you know, right. And, of course, the movie ends with, I wonder if the mate was successful. Oh, That's yeah. not how that works. They and just made it a- like an hour ago. Then with them on a beach having having drinks, being like, "Oh, uh, just another day." I can't believe we did it. You know, hey that's, boss, that's... do you want me to come back to work the tomorrow? <laughs> uh, what happened to the Meg? What happened to the Meg? That they, what happened to um, because uh, the female Meg, Haiki, Haiki, uh, she was in shallow water. So do they, they just let it sit there and decay? Uh, we're worried about it being pregnant. It's yeah, I it's a lot. It's 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 a lot. It's, it's a lot. A to lot. Think. And it's they say oh, it's better not to think about it. So popcorn rating time. Um, do, is this a no bag or is it a bag of kernels? Oh, it's a bag of kernels. I'm not going to recommend this movie to to anybody. Listen, I can understand the the fun of watching Meg and or the Meg and Meg two here. These are movies that you just sit around with some friends, you have some drinks or whatever you're gonna be doing on, and you dog on this movie. This is a movie that you don't need to pay attention to because if you did, you're just gonna get you're, you're gonna hurt yourself. And you don't need to you don't need to hurt yourself with asking these questions like we do, Jordan. It's it's too much. This movie is meant to be dog done this is a mystery science theater type movie and it's just that's what it is it is a 130 million dollar sci-fi channel movie that's flat out what it is did it make its money back you betcha it did it made a lot of its money back and so i would imagine that that they're going to get a third one because that's just how that works Uh, for the glory of china should have been the subtitle of this movie Sorry, that was good. It seemed like what a lot of this was, where it's just, you know, uh, uh, the CMC uh, Pictures uh, saw Jurassic World, saw Fast and Furious, and said, we can do both of those. With a shark that's not even in the movie. Um, But listen, this is a bad movie. I'm not going to recommend it to anybody, but I can understand 
the entertainment and why it does so well. Of course, I I, I do Fast and Furious for the same reason to to hate watch and just be kind of be like, what the hell? But I, I don't recommend any of those movies to anybody. <laughs> but you never gave those movies a bag of kernels. So what pushed you over the edge? This is history for Movie Guys podcast. Those movies, it took what like maybe four for them to get really really dumb ridiculous. This movie took what four minutes. You know, out of the okay. first one to get to get stupid silly out of this, uh, there was an, at least an, an attempt. Uh, but this, I'll, also, Vespers uh, was not based off of a book or a novella. Uh, this is this is based off of a a series of of books that I'm sure you can get for two fifty as a paperback on Amazon. It, it's it's this is. Every teenage boy's uh, kind of dream is this type of movie. Um, I think I liked Fast and Furious, at least that, just because I'm so... Because it's aware of what it is. The movie is, is breaking fourth wall now, and the characters are making fun of themselves. Whereas in this movie, it's taking itself seriously still. <laughs> I don't know, is it? I mean, like, some of these... Are they taking themselves seriously? Yeah, I I think, I think Jason so. Statham is in this thinking, you know, uh, he's being pretty serious in this movie. I think everyone is in here is trying to like uh, throw in a quick sentence or two to to throw some science in areas. Why this little girl in this in this movie? I'm I'm so close to to swearing and dropping f bombs here. Why? Who? <laughs> Come on, get it out. Where, where is where? I don't even know where where to start. But like, who the hell is this flipping girl? Why is she She's, living in this base at Mana One in the first place? Where the uh, her parents died in the first movie, and the CEO of Mana One is has custody over her. No, I I get that. Again, you are running a billion dollar company here, and you don't think that oh well maybe we should send her to like a school on the mainland. You think no, I have a great idea. Let's bring her to our research our, our research facility here next to a whole bunch of megalodons. Here. But the part too that that Meg being in that little pool that they have there too, and then they have that convenient Meg-sized hole in in their facility as well too for it to escape oh uh i just don't understand oh yeah and like her only punishment is to get a side eye and be like oh well you better not do it again type of thing <laughs> shame on you it's just right. and she's able to just I, I, I don't know survive where everything the movies like this where they have to include a kid it just like uh what's the godzilla movies that we did the king of the monsters Right. The, yeah, the one with Mar, um, um, Bobby, Mar, Millie, Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown. Brown yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, and she did the thing. She did the thing, Jordan, where she went up to the glass and she put her hand on the glass and the Meg came up and they had a moment. They did the thing. For no reason, because there's no moment. This is a killing machine. Yeah, I that bothers the, the heck out of me. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If Fast and Furious ever had a moment where little bright little B went up and touched a car like that, then I, I might be complaining about the same part. But no, it doesn't it doesn't do that because that movie knows it's dumb. Mm -hmm. This one oh. again is trying to I don't know. Good good for you, China, for saving the world. <laughs> That's what they want us to think. 
Right. I mean, yeah. Uh, Eric, I we don't always agree, but the, but the, yeah, but this is this is definitely a, a bag of kernels. This is really bad. Really um, bad I bring story. it up. I, I I bring it up, and I'm sorry. I I do have to bring this up to you because it was my famous bag of kernels moment. Is this worse than Halloween ends? Because that was a bag yes. of kernels. Is <sighs> you're too. Also, the helicopter's out of fuel? What? The, it flew all the way there on an empty tank of gas? Did you just leave it running? And it just... It, <laughs> and there's oh, there's, there's a pump. It just... There you go. It, it takes uh, some, you know, some standard petrol over there. Just go ahead and fill her up. Um, oh, by the way, you don't, you don't have to wait for it. It takes seconds to fill that sucker Se- up, by the way. Too. It wasn't even filled. It wasn't filled. They're like, we're out of gas! And it takes five seconds for them to... To get it. Hey, look, yeah. Um, so popcorn rating for me, yeah, definitely this is a bag of kernels. This is a bad movie, man. This is a bad movie. I was waiting for Eric to eventually give a movie a bag of kernels. He finally did it after all these years. I I'm think proud that, of you. again, my theory was that we did this movie is because you wanted to, to get that finally. You wanted no. a bag of kernels, and here we are. No, because cause you and I didn't give the last one a bag of kernels. We gave it actually a small, but... Oh, the I'd... pet cemetery. No, Meg. Meg. Won. Oh, Meg one. I think that, but the the previous movie that we did. Yeah. No, I just we 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 gave that one a small bag. I gave well anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Pet cemetery. I gave that one a bag of kernels. I just I, I I this was a new movie that finally came out on HBO Max. We needed to see something new. Here we are. We reviewed the first one. We're yeah. nothing but completionists. That that yeah exactly. That first one. I understand that it's you know. Not a good movie either, uh, but we was capitalizing kind of off of those those just monster movies, and I thought that was just going to be it—a monster movie. It was not, <laughs> a la you know Sharknado or something that we have done before. Where okay, I understand that this is fun, but now it's getting to a point right now where it's okay. I'm still I can understand the fun of this, but geez, you, you know, it's like a, um, I remember as a kid playing in the playground and, you know, you're trying to play whatever game that you want or, you know, you little make-believe on the jungle gyms and slides here. Sure. And then yeah. there's that one kid who's just kind of keeps on making up stuff over and over. It's like, what? okay, s- stop, you know? You ever try to, you know, play Cowboys and Indians or, you know, something like that and you shoot the guy and they're like, no, force field, force field. Force field, you force can't, field. no, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what this movie is. This movie's that kid who... He always puts up force field when you fake shoot him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I, but again, I, I feel like it's, it's kind of silly and dumb enough to where you could still have a lot of fun with this movie. I'm not trying to say that it's completely soured my part, my part of that, but this, this movie belongs on sci-fi channel, man. Like, sure. This movie's bad. This movie is is going to be played in about five years on FX at three o'clock in the morning with commercial interruption. Brought to you by, you know, um, Grubhub. Yeah, that's I would agree. That's where I see this this movie is living in. Yeah, some basic movie channel hell that is uh, getting played like that. I'm so sorry that I made you see this. Uh, that's that's fine. You know, it's. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think this, this is this actually might work out 
in the benefit in the long run, Jordan. Uh, because there's going to be like that that conversation that I'm going to have years later, whether it be like a bar trivia or someone's bringing up and just like, oh, Meg, too. It's like, hey, I, yeah, I've seen that movie. It's like, of course you have. Oh, of course oh, I've seen have. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it, but the other part of it, too, is looking at the book series. We, we, we got a lot more to come. <laughs> I do like I do like uh, Night Stalker. That's a good one for this. Oh man! I, okay, so I was reading about Primal Waters here, and apparently, uh, it takes place eighteen years after the events of the previous novel, where Jonas Taylor is now living in Florida with his wife and two children. He's a wife now, and he's overwhelmed by past due bills of his rebellious teenage daughter. And suffering, <laughs> and he's suffering from a midlife crisis. He what does this have to do with the giant shark? Go ahead. He accepts a job as a consultant from a Hollywood television producer on a top-rated reality series, Daredevils, providing okay. his expert commentary on a contest being held where else, Jordan? The South Pacific the Ocean. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Where's the shark? Yeah, uh, I guess that's what happens. He goes into the water, and. Um, where they're having this contest is actually in the feeding zones of the Meg. Uh, yeah. So the it, whole world knows that the Megs exist and um, they're okay with that. And the Megs are completely not destroying the food supply of, of marine life. Like that's not happening. Yeah. This is uh gotcha. Kind of want to see that, how that works. That's it's gonna happen. You know this is gonna be the plot of the third movie. It's gonna be like five years later, and he has a son and a he has a daughter and a wife we didn't well, know who about. Who knows? Again, they have a prequel uh, about this and uh, origins. Yes, yes. Yeah, they, they have that. Oh, Hell's Aquarium is the other one. Uh, is, Jonas, is that where they're? I don't think Jonas is involved in this one. Oh, really? They're not gonna take their start. Okay. So apparently. It's his 20-year-old son, oh, 21-year-old son, David, is the handler oh. of, of Megalodons in this one. Oh, my God. They're being so original, just like it was Brody's sons that were in the third movie of Jaws and SeaWorld. Oh, my bad. Jonas is involved in this, and he gets involved because his son is involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, a, I'm, that's a quick read uh, live mm-hmm. on air. I'm sure I, I probably screwed some of that plot up. Um, I'm sure all two of the fans of the book series are listening in right now. Um, I can't wait to go to some like, like church thrift store, like 20 years in the future and see these books for a a quarter. (laughs) That's exactly where they belong. So, wow. Well, Hey, we seen it. We are completionists. We are going to watch Meg three. Eric, you know, we are. Oh yeah. Right. We're going to do it. Uh, Thank you, HBO Max, for wasting our time. Uh, But thank you so much for downloading. And check us out at MovieGuysPodcast at Poppy.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are on. Eric, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night. I went, what's up? Bad day. Pizza and ice cream.
what? <laughs> We're getting pizza and ice cream. And I'm like, sweetie, you're not going to pizza and ice cream. Like, hey, right. Sometimes those days come through. Right. Uh, another thing. 